You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Mari, Sodi Mari, Sorry, Sodi, Mari, Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey, oh, yes, no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. I guess one of us should be talking at this point. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Black and Snurdy Podcast. We are your hosts, Odie and Maurice. I'm Maurice. I'm Odie. Yes, and we're back with another one. It's been... Almost a week since we have recorded the last time, <laughs> and since then I have gotten some new drops. I actually did it. I actually took the time to prepare myself and actually do some pre-production. So this is also very new and very uh, different because I'm the one kicking this off. We have our own little Odie uh, videographer over here taking some uh, photo photos and video of this content. Uh, let's see how this goes. Is it is this a live or is it just a video? No, but it's going to go on our stories. Okay, cool. Do you have anything you want to say to the people on our stories? Do I have anything I want to say to the people on the stories? Thank you for no, watching. Finished. Oh, really? Okay. I, did, I didn't realize it was going to finish that quickly. Okay. That's no. what she said. Okay. bump. It's been. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be my new favorite one. Uh, I know. I know it is. Yeah. So... We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Um, so we're going to kick it off the way we always kick it off with some quick, quick, quick questions. It's been. Um, uh, Q&A with O&M. Close your eyes and pick a card. Okay. Any card. Okay. Okay. I'll, whatever fell, that's the card I'm going to choose. I picked it up already. Okay, well, every. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, you ask the question while I make a caption. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask my question first. If you could receive a bouquet of flowers, what would it be? If you could receive a bouquet of any flowers, what would it be? Um, I. You know what? I don't really... This is going to sound basic. I don't really have like a favorite flower or anything like that or flowers in general uh so i would like but and i i feel kind of stupid for this Mm -hmm. it wasn't until relatively recently like within the last few years that i found out that roses come in different colors of roses yes they do so if i could it would be flowers and i would want them in gold in purple and in blue you you mean you want a a yellow rose? A yellow rose, a a, a gold. Fine, a they yellow. They have ro- to dip them in something to make it gold. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want that, it's fine. I'm just I'm just confirming that you want a okay. artificially dipped gold rose. So there aren't any yellow roses. There are yellow. That's why I said you want a yellow rose. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Okay. Well, time out. Is it that you have to dip it in uh, gold like? So there aren't yellow roses. Are there yellow roses? There are yellow roses. But they're artificial. No, no. Yellow roses, 100% real. 
gold roses? Well, that's what I mean when I say gold. But that's I mean why yellow. I was confirming because gold and yellow are two different colors. That, not in my book. I uh, mean, not okay. not not in my America. <laughs> in my America, gold and yellow are the same thing. It's not a yellow shower. It's a golden shower. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that one. Um, Actually, does that even prove my point? Anyhow. It does not, but you know what? <laughs> I will, I'm going to let you have it regardless. Yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to. What, uh, what, uh, what flowers? Because I know you're more of a save petals into a book type of <laughs> motherfucker. So, who, who, what flowers are you getting in your bouquet if you were to receive them? Um, well, you know, I love flowers. Yes. Um, I would say... You, you dry those motherfuckers out and then you, you keep them as potpourri. I, it's not for potpourri. It's just like memories of the time. I just love to keep them. <laughs> Wait, what? It's mem- memories of it's a memory the time of, you got flowers? Of the time I got them and, or like what the occasion was, who the person was. Those things are special to me. Okay. Um, well, photo. <laughs> I would choose for it's what type of bouquet do I want? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want now this bouquet is going to be very expensive. Okay. Um, you can tell me I'm not buying them. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's okay. It's like, nobody it. asks you to quantify or qualify. Or you're or the one who's quantifying by no saying they're going to be expensive. You could just say the flower. You're the one who's like, oh, my this, flowers. Is, this is going to be uh, the golden petals. Of I would Nigerian like prince. to have um, roses. I would. I want pink roses and white roses. Mm-hmm. I also want some chrysanthemums. Mm-hmm. I also want some hydrangeas, the blue ones. And I want um, baby's breaths. I want to have baby's breaths are the little, the little, little tiny puffs of like white flower. I'll, I'll have to Google it because not the snow. I've rides. heard of baby's breath. I could not, for the life of me, tell you what they look like. And then what else would I get? Um, baby's breath. I also would probably want some African violets. Um, mate, well, I would say an orchid, but I don't think you could put an orchid in a bouquet. I think it's too delicate. Are you sure these aren't weeds, the baby's breaths? I don't know, but they're always in flowers and I like them. Okay, I guess. Um, and honestly, I mean, there's a bunch of other flowers, but I don't know the names of all of them. Why not call them angel's breaths? I don't know. Is it because they're really small? Like it's because they're very tiny, like a, like yeah, a baby's like breath. A, like a... Like if it's cold outside and a baby like went... <sighs> Maybe like the little puff is how big. This seemed a little morose to me. That's call them a may- baby's breaths. Well, if you call them an angel's breath, that means it would be a dead baby. Why do they, why do they have to be a dead baby? Angels aren't babies. Some angels the are ang- babies. Yeah, there are more babies. We just watched angels. The Sandman. We know some there angels are, are babies. There are way more angels that are different ages than just a, it would be are we sure? an angel. Yes. First off, why are you getting so fucking dark so That's quickly? Not, I'm sorry. Ooh, all angels are dead babies who haven't been uh, baptized. Like, the no, Odie, they Odie said it. If oh. they were baptized, they would have gone 
technically, if you have not been baptized, they've been they would go to purgatory. Go to purgatory. Although there are some thoughts, uh, differing thoughts about whether or not babies can go to hell because, but then there's original sin. It's a whole thing. Um, but hopefully they would be, you know, cherubs. Yeah. Oh my God, cherubs. Cherubs. Those little fat babies that with the arrows. Those are the angel babies. Angel babies. It just reminded me that I watched uh, all of King of the Hill not too long ago. Was they were they singing Manger Babies? That sounds like something from Bob's Burgers. No, uh, it definitely is from King of the Hill. Luann doesn't um, what's her name in Bob's Burgers? Doesn't uh, the mom uh, have something called Manger Babies? No, that, her that, little figurines. Her figurines are are just she calls her figurines babies. Yes, 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 yes. My little babies. All right. I'm Linda. Are you ready for my question? Yes, I am ready for your question. If you're in Tampa... <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. If you're in Tampa. <laughs> if your entire family had to move to a new country, where would you pick to move to? Barbados! It's Is that technically new? Since yeah, it would be new, it would be, be new to me because that's a place we haven't lived. Okay. So we've just visited, but like we we haven't been living there in a long time. Oh shoot! Actually, both of these are. It's been. I need to choose a different drop. Um, sorry, <laughs> I just I'm realizing that I replaced. You were so excited to. Yeah. I, drop I just, it like it's hot. I just wanted to have make sure that uh, it's been is on there. Um, but yeah, I would say Barbados. Uh, because it's just beautiful there. Obviously, right now is like hurricane season, so yeah. you know you gotta gotta watch out now. Oh, uh, why is that not? Why is that not a drop? Because it is. Oh man, these drops. You and these drops. Take it too long for it to upload. Watch out now. Ah, see, told you. Um. Okay. So your final answer is Barbados. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, hmm, am I taking out any possible geopolitical issues? No, you have to take it as it is. Why? You wanted to go to, to I don't want to say it actually. No, I think Where were you going to say it? I was going to say uh, uh, fucking the one that's a war right now. That's a lot of places. Okay, the one that's the Russia is war right now. Ukraine? Yeah. What in what? You're always talking about uh, like anytime, in anytime I have ever heard you say, universe. "Oh, I want to travel to Europe. I want to go to all these cold what places." What universe and do you think I, fucking, I would ever want to move would, to the Ukraine? Because you're always talking about them to visit. Sure, but you will think that my black ass okay. wants to be sitting so around in geo- the cold. So ass what geopolitical Ukraine? place were you thinking of? Where I don't it was know. Like, want to remove the South America, the government, uh, Africa. Interference. There's plenty of places in this world where the geopolitics are shite, but you know, there's many. Okay. Let me think if I'm going to pick a place, warts and all warts and all. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to say it's a toss up between Brazil Mm-hmm. Specifically, Bahia or Salvador in general, um, or Ghana. Okay, why those two places? Well, I've been to Brazil before, and also way to way to not choose one. I mean, you should have already known that of that course. was going to be if, a if 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 Odie is given a question. 
where it says choose one, she'll weasel her way into choosing three or four different things. I can't decide. I need to have options for this hypothetical question. You never know when a hypothetical will become real. Yeah, and and then you only have one place to choose. Well, I decide between... Unless you have a twin. I'm deciding between Brazil and Ghana because um, Brazil, I've been there and I enjoyed it, but he is super beautiful and super black, Mm -hmm. has a lot of black history there, Mm -hmm. um, and it's great. Um, And Ghana is some place that I've never been, but I've always wanted to go, and Mm. I've heard a lot of great things. Now, they are having a bit of turbulence right now with um, anti-LGBTQ stuff. But honestly, that's every almost every country. So there's really, there's nowhere that you're going to go where you're going to not have bullshit. Um, And if I'm going to have to deal with bullshit, I think I'd prefer to be warm. Just, just warm bullshit. Just you. You'd rather make sure that you don't have to wear boots. Yeah, you know, in a fucking fur coat. If, if, I'm you're, already, if you're gonna be running, if I'm dealing with, oh god, if you have to run, well, I wouldn't run in any. I'm never running. If there's any sort of situation where there's some sort of, you would coup, just immediately give up. Yes, yes. I don't. That's not a hard concept to follow. So either I'm gonna run and get shot in the ass and die. Or I can just sit in my or house and die. There, or just stand there. I le- like I'll just stand here, stand here, and just shoot me. Like don't I'm not going around. The, oh, actually, you know what? The only reason I would run was so that they would shoot me because the off chance of me staying there. You don't want to. You don't want to see it, right? I don't want to see it, but I also don't want to risk the chance where I don't run and then they take me captive as some sort of like sex slave mm-hmm. or just slave in general. Like we have discussed this. I am not built for any kind of life that is hard labor, hard experiences. That's just not me. I'm not built for that. So I need to be getting out of that situation as quickly as possible. And Mm -hmm. sometimes the quickest way out is death. Right. So hopefully none of my starting this podcast off on very morose (laughs) fucking things. Not trying to morbid and macabre. (laughs) Morose, morbid and macabre. Okay, final question. Yes. Who's the greatest coach ever? Oh, so I'm not like a sports person. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say my dad. My dad is a really good, because like he actually, it's his job. Is mm-hmm. He's like a, a trainer, mm-hmm. uh, a sales coach at his job and he's passed down a lot of really good life advice to me as a matter of fact the one he always brings up is um i'll keep this quick me my sister and him were in a church i forget if it was like easter or something like that and we were given six dollars to put in the basket you know the basket that comes around collection plate. yeah the collection plate right uh, and he was like, uh, mind you, he, he, he told both of us, he was just like, like, uh, like just, I'm going to give you $6. You could choose which one to put in the, in the, you know, thing. Right. But just be, but just be mindful. Like what you, what you do in this world, you get back tenfold and or fivefold in uh, the next one. Mm-hmm. So I put the $1 bill in there. My <laughs> sister put the $5 bill. 
<laughs> and then later on, he gave my sister whatever five times five is, and he gave me five times one, which was five dollars. So it's just five, and I'm and I'm just like, first off. She's much old. She's six years older than me. She could clearly read context clues to be like, okay, I could, I, I clearly, this is some sort of life lesson. Me, I'm just like, I, I like money. Like, you gave me the bigger valued money, and you told me that I could keep the bigger valued money and give away the less valued money. So I gave away the less valued money, and then I got less money back because I didn't invest in. I'm sorry that I didn't learn the lesson in. All this to say, it was a great <laughs> lesson in hindsight. It's a smart lesson, and I'm going to teach my children that. Uh, so you think that, like, um, that giving money, being generous, it, it definitely, it, it definitely off. opened my. It, it was the first indication that I was uh, just a little greedy, some miser. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 I think that's. You know what? It did. T- it did teach me about generosity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it taught me a valuable lesson of in- about investing, mm-hmm, investing in one's mm-hmm, community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, whether or not I keep those lessons to heart and apply them in my everyday life is not for me to say. Mm-hmm. But it is something that I recognize was an important lesson that my father uh, tried to impart to me. So well, I can I can see it from an objective point of view how awesome that was. And I think that was a good lesson. Yes. Teaching things you could keep now throughout your life. And sometimes you got to learn those lessons through actively being in them. Yes. Um, let's see. The greatest coach is J-E-S-U-S. I'm just kidding. I'm just okay. Kidding. I, 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 for a second, <laughs> I thought you were about to spell jail. And I, and I was just about to say, like, what is this about? I'm an abolitionist. I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, no, let's see. Take a shot. <laughs> The, my, They're my, already drunk 17, 18 minutes into this because I didn't. I got <laughs> new drops, drops a hell of times, a bunch of times. It's been. If you've not been drinking on the drops, you're not playing the game. Oh properly. no! I I they, first off, first off, have we ever established that they need to drink and take a shot anytime I I push no, it's a not drop? that you push the drop. It's when you say like I'm gonna. Push I, the drop. I'm gonna it's get. Like a, I'm gonna get more drop. drops or something. When I talk about the drop, that's when they're supposed to. Okay, drink. yeah. So clarifying the rules. Everybody is blackout right now <laughs> because we haven't said drops like a million times. Anyhow, you were saying um, the about greatest your coach. Thing. I also am not a. Um, <laughs> I am not a sports person. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I did you not. Tumble. I did tumble. Yeah. Um, I'll tumble for you. Um, so <laughs> I want to say one of my favorite coaches in my life was my band coach, Miss Hennessy. Peggy Hennessy, Margaret Hennessy, where are you? No one can find you online. And we really all loved you. She was great. She was like, I was in the sixth grade. Maybe she got married to Mr. Hypnotic. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Wait, that is that is Incredible now, Hulks, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henny, Henny, Henny and Hypnotic. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. I've never had one, but I've heard You've many things. You've never had one? No, but I've heard many things. When we go down to uh, Homecoming, you got to have one. You got to have a Hypnotic and Henny. All right. It's, 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 it turns green. I'll get my... And it's delicious. Liver situated. Oh, you're going to have now. to anyway, baby. 
<laughs> um, okay, so Homecoming. she was really great. She was a great band teacher. Um, she was young and, like, would talk with us and just felt very much like, you know, we could connect with her. So mm-hmm. I really loved her and I appreciated her and I couldn't, I have not been able to find her on social media. Um, and so, yeah, she, I would say she was one of my best coaches. Mm-hmm. What did she teach you? What, I mean, uh, if there. Oh, I was, I, I was learning to play the clarinet. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So she was the band teacher for that. Um, I played clarinet from fifth grade up until uh, tenth grade. All right, there you go. Look at that music coach. Yeah. Um, so are every you ready? good boy does fine for the line, and F A C E face for the space. And yes, if you were about to ask me if I'm ready for the next segment, I much certainly am. It's time for pop culture. Okay, so you know, usually we start off with R.I.P.s. Yes. And today we have to say goodbye, Shit. not to people, but to relationships. Mm. So I don't know if y'all remember this, but we were watching Love is Blind Mm -hmm. we've been watching we watched well you we didn't watch the first one together because you weren't watching love is blind we went back and retroactively but we watched it and then we watched the second one and we had lots of favorites as most of the world did um and unfortunately this week two of our fan favorites called it quits um now the first one i would say is was extremely heartbreaking. Ayana and Jared are mm. black love couple. The only black couple. And they broke up. Like, and the only one that actually made it all the way through and didn't have it. Well, there was a little bit of bullshit, but like. She they, was his second choice. Y- yes. <laughs> yes. If you could talk about bullshit. <laughs> she was his second choice. Oh, dude, legit just cried when, when the other. And then walked into the other room to say, all right, I guess I'll marry you. Yeah. And then had that weird weird interaction with her when they came out. But then it seemed like everyone moved past that. Yeah, they got married in Jordans and everything. They got married. Which I want to do. Well, not in Jordans. Obviously, it would be Adidas top 10 high But it was super cute. Yes, it was. We were feeling it. She was very beautiful. She is so beautiful. She's gorgeous. Like, they had such a cute, like, dynamic together. Yeah. But they posted up on their Instagram. This is only two months after their first anniversary. Um, After much thought, we're saddened to share that we have separated and will begin the process of divorcing. While we have love for each other, our lives are going in different directions, and that's okay. Thanks to the Love is Blind family and Netflix, this experience has taught us so much about ourselves, vulnerability, and love. We don't regret a thing. Um, And, of course, they both posted that iOS press release. Yes. Um, And then, honestly, the second couple to call it quits, I honestly don't really care about. But Danielle and Nick, the ones that we were so cringe, cringing about. Oof, yeah. They, from the moment, remember when they were in in what was on their honeymoon mm-hmm. at what was it Hawaii or whatever or Mexico, and she got mad at him because she was sick, and she and he went to like the couple's party, and she got mad that he she did he went. 
and yeah. it was like a whole yeah. argument. I, I, I would have went too because the alternative would have been staying with her. In she sick said ass. to go, and it's like you're sick and pooping. What would you like me to do? Yeah. While you're here, not I'm going mention, and saying to hello to the rest of the color, other couples. Not to mention, for all I know, it could have been uh, fucking Corona. Like, well, why would I want to be staying quarantined <laughs> inside of this space uh, with you? Well, they um, announced. Knock on wood, still never had it. They, yeah, good, I'm very glad. They announced on their public Twitter page as the as. You start the next chapter of your lives. Thank you for opening your hearts to love is by experience and sharing the journey with all of us. Oh, wait. Oh, this was the Netflix account. Um, That's fine. They tweeted that, but either way. Yeah, um, either way. They're getting a divorce. We, uh, I wonder if this is like just because, um... Now they're like your contracts of being married are over, and now they're just like, All yeah, right. just uh, just sliding out of it, and it just the it sucks that the we still only have like one couple that uh, from season one that's still like going, and it's boring ass. What's who, his face? Who else got married season one? Season one? It was just Cameron. No. There was somebody else got married. Yeah, right? I think it was like didn't didn't I don't remember. I don't remember. Who I, it was. I really don't. But now all we have is Cameron and um, Lauren. Lauren. Well, still the faces of. <coughs> we, if we can do it, so can you. Um, Love is blind. Look, we're interracial. <laughs> all right. Okay. Shake has been very annoyed. Um, has been annoyed or annoying. Annoyed about the show and he's like this was all basically saying that it was all a ploy and he hates it and he's hates still them. talking about that yeah. like if he, he said it was you know what that's probably because like no one wants to date his ass well actually he's in a, he has a relationship with the thin white girl that he's always wanted oh well that well that's easy they moved in together and they have a podcast <laughs> of course uh what's it called shake and fake shut <laughs> Uh, it's called like I don't know, read between the lines or something silly like that. Oh my god! But he, I mean, I will say I think Shake had some. He did say things that were truthful about the show being making people pressured to get married. Yeah. But his just behavior the show, it was just pressured atrocious. everybody to be drunk all the time in, in those, those fucking in those chalices. Fucking chalices and yeah. So well, I'm sorry to hear that uh, a relationship that you born out of pods didn't. <laughs> Stand the test of time. It sucks, but what are you gonna do? The pods. Yes, the pods. Well, R.I.P. Dial relationship. R.I. Please. <laughs> but you know, I'm looking forward to y'all uh, having new love. Maybe Jared and and what's your name, Melissa Melrose, um, Molly. It might have been Melissa. Whatever her name is, Martha. Whatever your name was, maybe they'll get together. You know. Um. Okay, so. Oh boy. Who are they looking for? I don't know. Who you they could looking hear for. that literally just I like I don't. That was loud enough that like it, it'd be funny if we had listened back and nobody heard it, but <laughs> but we heard it. Helicopters. Yeah, it sounds like it's shaking. Helicopters raining on my head. All right, what's up? What's um. Up next? Okay, so we have a little minor update about 
Brittany Griner, uh, remember we talked about last time, she's going to get nine and a half years in the Russian jail. There's still lots of um, calls to bring her home, et cetera. So now um, infamous basketball star and the informal U.S. diplomat to North Korea and Russia, Dennis Rodman, says he's gotten permission to go to Russia to help that girl. I'm trying to go this week. So... Who knows what he will do, what he will concoct with King John Un and Putin. Because, you know. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> he does stink. But honestly, like, if he can, if he can get her home, mm-hmm. honestly, it's like whatever shenanigans. Despots love him. They do. Like, all of them are just, like, still stuck on all things 90s and shit because of the delayed broadcast that's going over to their fucking <laughs> channel and shit. Like, they're still, they still haven't even seen the Seinfeld uh, uh, fucking finale, but it's all good. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if he can do anything. And uh, you know what would be really fucked up? What? It'd be fucked up if, like, it actually worked and... He actually, you know what? It would be convinced. fucked up, but a good fucked up. It would be a good fuck up, but it'd just be like, damn, no one man should have all this power. It's, it's <laughs> all just this like, diplomatic power in his red and white hair. You know what the problem is? If he pulls this off, he's going to be so freaking insufferable. Yeah. And he's that's the part. It's like, yeah, he's already the worst. So just imagine what would happen if he literally get, pulls this off. It'll he's be our, great. He's our Courtney Love. I don't know. Okay. I let's let's say she is. Okay, great. Um R I possible. You don't know. We don't know. It's really just because I'm <laughs> laughing because I was about to segue into the next thing mm-hmm. which does have some RIPs in it. Oh okay. a little bit. Well. Um so this is not someone that I really know. Uh, but I know you, you spoke about him last week, Quando right. Rondo. Quando Rondo, yes. He was in um, a, he was a part of a shootout or caught in a shootout this last week um, where one person died in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, the videos of him, he, like, it's crazy. He's, um, he saw his friend pulled out of the black escalade in a body bag or they pulled a body out of the black escalade um and he was just like really upset which but i mean like how how okay can you be when you've just been shot by a bunch of bullets or shot at and then now you're um, your friend is dying. So yeah. known for uh, beefing with uh, King Vaughn and Lil Durk, um, speaking badly after. Uh, like, there's. I don't want to spread any, you know, misinformation or anything like that. Uh, it's just that sometimes when you're like, this is what I will say. I will say like. When you get on and you get money for all of those uh, young rappers who are getting out there and making money through music, like, you, you got to get out of the street. Like, as soon as you get, like, some money and, like, pocketed that shit and have a savings account and shit like that, get your ass out of the streets 
get as far away as possible, have security near you, like, at all times, like, stay away from the fucking, you don't have to live that life no more, man, like, you don't, because, like, like, I, like, I'm not even in the streets, I'm a fucking, I'm mad civilian, you know, like, but if I could, like, I, the first thing I'm going to do if I get put on with a bag is get security. Just to yeah. stand at my door. Just because, like, I don't want anyone anywhere near me with any sort of weapon that could possibly, like, do harm to me. Did you hear about that rapper? I think his name is Zoe Dollars. He said he's creating an Uber that has bulletproof vehicles because he's, because of this situation like this of rappers being in their cars and people shooting at them. Yeah. And it's like, it's really sad it's that sad that's that something that, be... you know, would even be thinking about it. Yeah. Cause honestly, some of these guys who are rappers, yes, they are in the life. Some of them are just pretending to be in the life. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you're a rapper, regardless of what you're actually doing, if you're in the street or not, mm-hmm. if you're, if you are known and you have money, that is going to bring a lot of unwanted attention to you. And unfortunately, like, idiots are going to do things, these like, just and that are idiotic. Like, just like when I think about the, the guy who killed um, Pop Smoke. Yes. He was, like, it was nothing actually gang affiliated or anything. It was just that they knew that he had... This five thousand dollar or whatever Rolex. Mm-hmm. They knew it, where he was located. They knew where he be- was because of all the videos that they were always putting up. Yeah, and they went out there, tried to rob him, and then of course he unfortunately got shot. Yeah, and it's like, you know, even if you whether you're in the life, whether you're not in the life, you're the life adjacent. You have to be able to protect yourself, and it, it's I want more of these rappers. And just people in general to be able to live their lives fully and make it to, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 plus without having all these traumatic experiences. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, oh, boy. Uh, I I want to say an RIP to Quando Rondo's friend. Uh, I know uh, Quando Rondo got shot, so, like wish him a speedy recovery and just like be safe like do what you can to like safen up get get some safeness going with you like safe it down yes safe, safe it all down. safe it down safe it up safe all around yes um all right so maybe this is a person you need to be safe in yourself around against um but actor Gary Busey who has been you know, known in the last few decades as being a bit problematic. Wait, do we need a thing for this? Oh, yes. Warning. See, is oh, that is that better? That is actually the best one you've come up with. Thank you. I still like the other no, one. Though. No, never again. Um, so he was at the Monster Mania convention this past weekend, and apparently has is facing criminal charges. Uh, after cops claim he made inappropriate contact with people, among other things. Um, so he's getting four charges by the Cherry Hill Police Department, two counts of criminal sexual contact, one count of criminal attempt, criminal sexual contact, and one count of harassment. 
Um, now it doesn't say like really much about who he was arresting or what the what the crimes are except for the actual charges, mm-hmm. but it's unfortunate. Like it's not necessarily surprising because of the fact that he's been in and out of this kind of trouble for years. But I don't know if he's like slid back into. Uh, drugs and drinking like he was before when he was having all those issues but I just reiterating as we have many times on this podcast leave people alone yeah leave them alone uh Gary Busey he his whole career has can I be honest with you I don't know a single fucking movie that this person has been in but I know that he's been like in trouble with like like harassment and like bad behavior outbursts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I want to say alcoholism. Yeah, that was like one drugs. of those things. Like he's he's been all over the fucking place, and it's getting to the, it's gotten it's it's getting to the point. It's gotten to the point where like I I legitimately cannot name a single Gary Busey. Like, what is he a star of? Is he a movie star? Is he a television star? I know he's something like in the like acting world or something, but like I couldn't tell you what he's from. I just know him, him, and um, uh, I guess even even like the old school people who like from the nineties who were like problematic mm-hmm. with like drugs and drinking and stuff. Like even they like after a while of just like all right, like let me let me bounce back. Like uh, the Christian Slaters and Robert Downey Juniors of the world like are just like yeah you know what those were those times are behind me like I I let me rehabilitate and you know put my life together and shit. So, One of the big movies that I know him from was with um, Barbara Streisand. He was in A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. um, and he's been in a lot of other movies um, throughout like film. TV. He also does like video game voices, so he's definitely like still. I won't say prolific mm-hmm. necessary compared to other stars, but he like might be more notorious. Notorious now, yeah, he's more t- notorious. Like he did have a very long run. Like he was one of those like a listers, and even though he he was never seen as like you know the sexy leading man mm-hmm. he was getting good roles but then i remember in the 90s was when things started sliding and he started having more of the issues with the drugs and yeah. drinking and all that and it it seemed as if he was getting better i hadn't heard anything about him in a while yeah. and now we have this coming up so at the end of the day if he i hope that they find out exactly what happened Whatever accountability that needs to be taken is taken. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, damn, you're at a freaking fan convention and this comes up like that just. Dude needs to get himself some help. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Lord knows he, he should have the funds to, to do that, to make that possible. Well, hopefully so. Or his team needs to get together because no, who, no one has the time for all these shenanigans. Yes, no one does. Um, okay. Another warning. Uh, because Warning. this is even more gross and disgusting. Uh, R. Kelly, as you know, has been under, uh, has been in prison and facing multiple charges of coercing people into young people into sex. Um, and it's now been come out that um, 
his goddaughter, who was 14 years old when they began having sex. Um, they have some videotapes, and they were going to be showing that to the court, uh, um, which honestly is so, like, I really feel for all those people who have to be in on the, yeah, on the jury. On the jury, the lawyers, the, the, the people who are in, like, the, the gallery. Yeah. Like, like, who have to watch this and shit. Like, I feel bad for it's her. It's graphic. Like, this is just, it's like, she talks about of the time that they were together of, like, he was an authority figure, and she thought he loved her, and then, like, it just obviously ballooned from there. But, like, ha- her having to relive this again um, is just really disgusting, and I hope that whatever needs to happen with him, that he never leaves jail again. Mm-hmm. I want that to happen. and And it's like, these are the people that really... It's like, what can we, as much as I don't want people to be in prison, mm-hmm. what, in what way can we create a restorative justice for people like R. Kelly or Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby? Like, people who are not just, I've made a mistake and I'm trying to turn my life around and do something different. People who legitimately are like sexual predators out here. Like, that to me is really scary, and I don't know if I will ever be able to figure out a place for them to go except under the jail because it's just, it's too much. Um, but that was it. That's all of the, like, crazy, crazy things that have happened at the beginning of the week. So we can go into some more normal, regular, regular, non-dark um content mm-hmm. um kicking it off with HBO Max Oh boy I hate this So HBO Max and Discovery Plus are joining services together that will launch um here in the states in mid 2023 mm. It seems a bit odd for me um because why um it's just like it says it seems like a weird pairing um, but Warner Brothers um, and Discovery's HBO Max said they are removing 36 movies and TV series from the platform, um, which is weird. But this, an HBO spokesman said that as we work towards bringing our content catalogs under one platform, we will be making changes to the content offering available on both HBO Max and Discovery+. Plus. This will include the removal of some content from both platforms. And it's like basically like a cost cutting thing, uh, trying to get more family friendly content. And they said that they wanted to cl- declutter basically the the streams, which is insane because HBO Max. First off, HBO Max's UX design is a lot better than a lot of other fucking uh, platforms. Yeah, uh, except for that, you can't the the fast forward and. Starting from the beginning, I don't like that part. You can't do that. I mean, you could you could restart it before you. Uh, they have the restart button before you like click into it. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, it is a the, the fast forward. The look, it's not the perfect functionality. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. 
But the the fact that like a lot of a lot of the shows that they've removed, uh, uh, Aquaman, like shows the animated series. I'm a big fan of cartoons and animated series, and I love uh, creator creator like driven series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of those, uh, Aqua Aquaman, King of Atlantis, Close Enough. Tig and Seek, Infinity Train. Oh, Infinity uh, Train, we're taking yeah. that off too? Yeah, uh, Mau Mau, uh, Heroes of Pure Heart. Like, a lot of these shows were uh, created, like, for streaming and don't have uh, actual physical copies of their of their shows and stuff. They were never released on DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah. So now all of that shit is just um just gone. Like the the only way to actually see it now is if you pirate it. And of course, like if you you know one pirating like is frowned upon yeah. because like, you know, it, it doesn't go back to the creators. Uh, like the creators can't benefit from it. But now the pirating is the only way that you can see a lot of these shows because, uh, because there's no other format for us to view them. And it's, and it's unfortunate. It's it, these creators, uh, these artists, creators, these writers, these like cartoonists, they work so hard to create like, so many of these projects and then just for some fucking corporation to like Xano snap their <laughs> fingers and have them deleted and you can't find them anywhere. It's extremely disheartening, you know, yeah. it, it makes it, it's upsetting to anybody who wants to create anything to know that like a, a corporation can just get rid of your shit for tax purposes. You know, this was one of those things where I was t- saying why I want to start buying um, actual physical copies mm-hmm. of like CDs and DVDs and things. Because I remember reading a few years ago about like there were some complaints on Apple Music and some other streaming services because one, if there's an ever an issue or contracts change and they take that stuff off, it's no even if you purchase it, it's no longer yours. It's yeah. only contingent to them being in that contract. Right. And I'm like, you know, on one hand, it's so great that we could have, you know, 500 shows downloaded on our computers or on our phones. But if it's not actually yours, how good is that? Exactly. Um, so I think we'll definitely have to start thinking about that. Like, I've been debating buying the um, vinyl for Renaissance Mm -hmm. and the digital one. One, because I think that it's just like a beautiful album and I would like that, but more so just like what happens if there are some changes and and at any point she says, you know what? I want to take this off and I would like to have it. Um, so I'm annoyed with you because I like a lot of those shows okay, and I've been KO. Sorry, starting them and it's annoying to start all these shows and they're really good. And then, you know, you don't get like, close enough. That's not something I started until recently cause you were watching it, mm-hmm. but I think it's very funny. Yes. I like the, the concept, like, like the you know, it's, it the animation's fun. Like it's a very, even though they're having fun, it's still like cerebral. Yes. Um, the Infinity Train. I've only seen a, sh- a few episodes of that, but I like the animation and the storyline, etc. Did we ever watch Mau Mau? Heroes of Pure. That's actually one of my favorite series. In fact, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about uh, in the Q and A section of whether what series I would want to uh, be stuck on an island with, uh-huh. uh, I was going to say Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart because of like the first season had like fifty two episodes. Um, and I was hoping that like, if it ever got like a, cause it was renewed for a second season, but then it got 
canceled quietly um, mm-hmm. without like actually confirming it or whatever like that. But it's a really good show. Uh, so is Infinity Train, but now I can't even share these shows with you because they're gone. So wait, but what, they've taken them off already? Yeah, they're already gone. Damn, I was going to say we should just watch it before it's it's pulled I off. Tr- I tried earlier this week to watch, uh, when I found out about it, uh, I was going to watch, um, uh, no, I was watching Mau Mau from the very beginning, and uh-huh. then I woke up and it was just like, yep, the thing that you're watching is no Ugh. longer available, and I tried finding, I tried Damn. searching for it, it's gone, Infinity Train is gone. Um, the only reason why I'm watching OKKO is because that is available on Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, cause it was available on HBO Max too, but yeah. That sucks. Yes, it does. It's unfortunate. Um. Support the creators. Support them. Pay them money. Um, okay. So there is a bit of a, there's been a bit of, of some musical, uproars happening this last week mm-hmm. um so diddy said well there's two things that happened with diddy one he said that hip-hop is dead he didn't say he said r&b i'm sorry not hip-hop he said r&b um that he said that r&b is dead um or he said who killed r&b on twitter mm-hmm. um and then um, he's thirty six fucking song album. Chris Brown was not happy about that, but he did a he did a uh, versus uh, not a versus sorry he did a call of a Zoom call with Mary J Blige, and she was like, nah, it's not dead. And so she uh, what she say? She said you can't kill something that's in our DNA. It's gonna keep transitioning from generation to generation to generation to generation. They was trying to kill it, which is, I mean, there are plenty of R&B artists, uh, Jasmine Sullivan, mm-hmm. Ari Lennox, mm-hmm. Brent Fayaz. I mean, there are so many of them that I feel like are creating Fayez? good. Oh, what did I say? Fayaz? Fayaz. I always Brent mispronounce Fayez? it. I think it's Fayaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, you know. He was just a rap That's, and, and then I, I was trying to remember how to say his name, but yeah. I just could only hear her boyfriend. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm. I feel like R&B definitely is not dead, and also Diddy. If it is partially dead, it's because you helped kill it because you kept bringing out great artists on your label, giving them one a one and a half good albums, and then dropping them. Perhaps if you were cultivating well, them, one twelve had a few albums, didn't they? Yeah, but then after a certain point, remember when you could tell when they started like. They started falling off because he wasn't putting, like, the time and effort. And maybe there were some things in the background, but it was weird. Some They also, some he someone was talking about he left them outside in a blizzard one time, which I would not be surprised about. He left who outside? 112. <laughs> Allegedly, he left them outside in a blizzard. So, who knows? Um... But another thing that's going to be happening with Diddy is um he and Jermaine Dupree, JD, are going to be having a versus, okay? Who, well, who do you have in this? Well, it's not like a versus, it's like a hit hit it's, hit, hit. Yeah, yeah, it's a hit for hit sort of battle. So It's it's not going to be officially sanctioned by the versus people. Well, yes, because I I um they will not be one because we haven't talked about this yet, but mm. T 
Timberland and Swiss Beats are actually in a legal battle mm-hmm. with Triller, who bought the rights to Versus mm-hmm. because they say they haven't been paid, which is not the only people who haven't been paid by Versus. A lot of black content creators are also by su- Versus or Triller. Sorry, Triller. Yes. Well, I guess ten. Well, yeah, Triller. Yeah. But um, a lot of black content creators were pursued by Triller to come on their app versus TikTok mm-hmm. and lo- and are currently like trying to sue them for losing like what they're saying is like million dollars or whatever. Um, So they're not going to be, they're going to have the verses in Atlanta or sorry, they're going to have the, the fake verses, um, the battles, the battles in in Atlanta, which is cute. I mean, you know, a bad boy. So, so deaf for hit for hit. I'm totally here for that. Both of them have so many songs. That means we could get some Jagged Edge. Yes. We're going to get 112. Or we're going to get, get Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. And Mary J. Blige. Like, I mean, honestly, and I, I want Mariah to show up. I want Mary J. Blige to show up. Like, that to me could really be, like, remember how we loved the locks versus, um, we loved the locks and, like, how, and, and Dipset, because it was just, like, it was a lot of, just the people there, the energy, yeah. and it was like this feels like such a moment for hip hop. I feel like this could be a moment as well. Holy shit! I did not know that Janelle Monae was on Bad Boy. She is. Yeah, she is. Like, I, I, I'm looking up their current under, roster. Uh, so what's your Janelle name? Janelle Monae, Machine Gun Kelly, French Montana. Ooh, what French is Montana. what is um, Janelle Monae? Bow Wow. Yeah. Well, wait. Je- oh, management no. deal only. Management deal. Bow Wow's on on that on So So Def. Uh, uh, I I thought he was on social. Death. I thought he was too. Well, it looks it looks like he's only he's only managed by Bad Boy. He's not like putting out albums under Bad Boy. So what? How? So how does that work? I'm not sure. Hold on. Let me because let me look up So So Deaf. Hold on. Uh, it says um in 2008, Kansas the Pitch, a Kansas City newspaper, mm-hmm. said that Janelle Monae has signed to the label. Wow. And then she has her cyber soul. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm good for her. But, I mean, if she, the only reason she's been out here as much as she has because she has her own, like, she's been making it work. Like, I've never seen Diddy promoting anything that Janelle Monae has ever done. And I love Janelle Monae. I have not seen him promote a book, a movie, a TV show, an Android, anything. I've never seen him promote anything with, um, uh, what's a Wonderland? I'm sorry, but I have to go with Diddy on this one. Like, he has, I mean, look, Diddy has the Notorious B.I.G., Craig Mack, Faith Evans, Total 112, Mace, Mario Winans? Here's Mario Winans? Yeah, because remember, I don't want to know. Oh, you know what? I, I, I was confusing him with Wayne Wonder. Oh. Because <laughs> they both have like, like I don't want to know. Like, no letting go, no holy man. Did you know that song just went gold? Just now? It just went gold. That's surprising. <laughs> I heard that like... <laughs> I heard that like two days ago, and I was just like, "That is insane." That's very surprising. Well, you know what? Good for you, Wayne Wonder. Carl Thomas Shine Dream. No, I would say that at least the for, band, like JD, has a lot of artists that we love, mm-hmm. and I want to say 
that if he just does the hits, he definitely can align with what Diddy has. Crisscross, escape. Oh, crisscross will make you jump, jump. Bow wow. I mean, oh man, he. I think that they. This is gonna be a good one. I'm really excited for this one. I feel like we need to have a watch party. Um, however, they're gonna do it. Wherever they're gonna. This is. And you want to know what? This is a um, cautionary. He has bone crusher. Yeah. I didn't know that. I ain't never scared. I ain't never scared. 3-0-W? Well, they're not going to come out. Are they going to let the dark skin girl sing? Oh, well, okay. Wow. The promise, the promises. Anthony Hamilton? I didn't know Anthony Hamilton was on so-so. so, I didn't, but so, it makes sense. So-so. The Hamiltones? Yeah. Um... This is a cautionary tale for everybody. Um, don't try to scale things too quickly and just doing stuff for the money. Because when we were having our intimate Instagram live videos and people were at their homes mm-hmm. enjoying the verses, this was great. Then all of a sudden y'all decided you need to have it sponsored by Ciroc. Being in these venues, being in the studios, which was fine in the studios, but then then you had to move it over to being in a fucking uh, live performers, live performers, performers, super spreader things. COVID is in the building. God bless. And now here we are. We are now not even gonna get the verses because now you're in a bad shady deal. If y'all would have just let us have our continued fun at home or it was chill, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be at this place. Yeah, well, um, I actually kind of like the performances. I do like them. The live performances. I do, but I just feel like we kind of, we were having such a good fun time mm-hmm. when it was at home and it was definitely very intimate. And then it just kind of went to become a spectacle. And until until uh, fucking Nelly had his internet issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going now, up against the, Ludacris. We have to one day do some sort of like Twitch rewatch mm-hmm. of all the verses. All the verses, yeah. Because at a certain point, like it Shaka was like Khan... A that was that one was really like that was a little hard to watch. That one was difficult to watch because I really felt very bad for her, and and she's a legend, she's an icon. Yeah. Like I just I, I mean Stephanie, well, who was she was with Anita Baker, right? Or Stephanie Mills? It was Stephanie Mills, not Anita. And Baker. Stephanie Mills was a class act. She did exactly what you should be doing My in that situation. Sister. Um, but it just, some of them were really difficult to watch. Like, remember the one with Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat and Keith Sweat kept fat shaming him yes. and talking, talking about, oh, you want to drink or something like that. And yeah. it was like, this is uncomfortable. Well, yeah. I mean, look, they're of an older generation where they're I'm, mean. I'm not giving them a The pass. older generation just, is mean yes, and they, 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 they always try to say that we're just so sensitive. No. Y'all act like assholes. I'm not like saying assholes. that we're sensitive. I'm not saying we're sensitive. I'm saying they are assholes for yes, sure. They're, they're, you act their like generation assholes. grew up being assholes. And you don't <laughs> like when people call you out on it for behaving poorly. Yeah. Um, but we do need to... I feel like if we do that, it'll be... That'll be a, a very interesting uh, series of events. Okay. So we're getting down a little bit to the wire. Yes. Um, the, 
Oh, wait. Speaking of one more thing about tri- about the verses. Mm. Uh, did you know Fat Joe is going to be having a stand-up? He's parlaying his commentary he's doing to doing stand-up. I mean, he's, he's going to be doing a one-man show. He's pretty funny. I think he's funny. He's doing a one-man show. And but you know what? No, like, okay, time out. There's a difference between being being funny and and making jokes. Like... He 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 has a funny personality. I don't yes. know if he himself is funny. Well, That's what I mean. Like there's a there's a difference between being funny and having a funny personality. We'll I think he has a funny personality. Even when he was at a uh, Rock the Bells that we were at a few weeks ago, like he was he had a funny personality. Yeah, he's definitely a, has a He's a character. He's a character like but he's from New York, so to me it's like he acts like a New York dude, which I find New York guys very funny yes. in general because of their demeanor. Um, the only downside is that fucking Dave Chappelle is gonna be, he's like hosting it or some bullshit. Helping him? He's, yeah, he's like hosting it or he's bringing him out or he created the show. He's involved in it somehow, which kind of puts a damper on it for me because that means he's gonna be there and be taking fucking jokes, but who who knows? Um, and okay, so now to your best friend. Kanye West. Why is he my best friend? <laughs> just because I just because I used to be a a, a Kanye West stand. You love Kanye West. I not now. Very his, strong. Very strong. You really word. enjoy his older music. I love. I, I oh boy. Even, even I was about to say it. I like his older music. I uh, still a big fan of College Dropout. And actually, everybody goes to College Dropout. I'm gonna say My Dark Beautiful Twisted Fantasy. That was a good one. Yeah. Was that the one after or? Before or after he broke up with Amber Rose, that was the one after Amber Rose. Okay. Uh, 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 808s and Heartbreaks was the one that he broke up with his like his longtime girlfriend, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dark skin, yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. All right, um, well, your boy who you know he has that gap collaboration, yes, um, uh, and so he made so he has these hoodies. And he apparently got mad at the Gap because they had them on hangers. And he now, he is making them basically be in large trash bags. They're not trash. They're like those, when you know when you go to the Gap or any type of clothing store, and they usually have a big, like a big bag where they have clothing for like maybe storage or. Yeah. Over like overcrowding or whatever. Yeah, he basically wants them to be in that, and you're and the and the now the Gap employees are have to sift through this bag of disheveled hoodies to pull out your size for you, which to me is the most obnoxious part of it's this. So like these these I, I okay these these employees don't get paid but so much, and the fact that now you've done made your made their lives harder. It's just like it reminds me of when um Rick and Morty mentioned Szechuan sauce um, and then McDonald's brought Szechuan sauce back uh be, because of like how much in demand it was. Yeah. But then fans of Rick and Morty started going to McDonald's and harassing the fucking people for Szechuan of sauce course. and yelling pickle Rick and being <laughs> obnoxious and shit like that. It's 
just and it's it you know it wasn't fucking Rick and Morty's fault. It's yeah. just the it's literally the 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 fans and the people. So like in this case, it is the creator's fault. It's it's Kanye's fault who decided that it should be in fucking bags and shit like that. It's just stop making the li- whether you are the consumer or the creator. Stop making the lives of these people who work at these fucking companies harder. Yeah, like knock it off. Like this dude probably makes like fucking 14 mm. and i think they make between 15 and 20 dollars okay oh thank but God. that's still not that's enough. still not to enough be anno- to have to dig yeah. through a big huge garbage bag for clothing and i've worked in a retail store before it is not fun even no, looking through not. regular jeans is obnoxious um and allegedly G- uh kanye says that this this is supposed this um design thing he's doing with the cap is supposed to be an homage to the homeless community which people were like well so you want to put their shit in bags and so he he basically pushed back and said that he is an innovator and that he wants to make fashion egalitarian and not pretentious um, but everything he says is pretentious. Yes, and he always now does that stupid Kardashian voice that he started doing when they got married and I hate it so this is stupid, Kanye. Please go do something with yourself. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. That I thought it was a different job. Um. All right. So our last, the last thing in our pop culture segment, and actually the one that I, I saved the best for last, our um, '90s heartthrob cartoon. Um, Icon and someone who made one of the best, uh, was a part of one of the best uh, Disney movies that there was. Tevin Campbell has come out as gay. Um, He was on a podcast talking about it and he said, um, I didn't hide anything about me. I didn't try to act a certain way or anything. You just couldn't be gay back then. Um, And he said that he was happy to see black artists like Little Nas X and Frank Ocean who are open about their sexuality. Um, He said, I'm glad I get to see this. I'm glad that it's changing. Um, He said there are a lot of kids, especially young black boys, that need to see representation. They're not being taught to love themselves because of who they are. Um, he talked more about um, toxic masculinity and the the negative impact that that has on the black community and especially black queer youth. So I am so excited about this. Me too. Um, so many of our black icons in in TV, music, film who are queer, part of the LGBTQ family. Uh, mo- it's like. Even though we may have grown up thinking, questioning or speculating, it's like now they're finally coming out. Queen Latifah, DeBrat, now him. So I'm really looking forward to hope him having a resurgence in his career. He still looks the same exact way as he did yeah, when he came he's, out. He's, he's a Pharrell. He still sounds amazing. Yes, he does. And it just, you know, these type of things, they hurt my heart a little bit to know He's such a talented, talented singer. He even do, was doing some acting and thinking like the, the, the amount of people 
who came out the same time he did. Like, he should be at the same level as, like, an usher. Yes. You know, because they were both out on TV shows with their little, you know, cute little uh, cameos and stuff like that and, like, just being very talented and having all this access to you. And it's, you think that wh- what was it? Was it that him being gay did not bring him, get him to where he should be as an artist um, and as much fame or whatever he should get. I don't know, but I'm hoping that that um, that this helps his career. Um, and one thing I wanted to say that I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people commenting on, and they're like, oh, we've been new. And I, I feel like people really need to think about that and unpack that where – it does not matter if you've been new. If you thought somebody was gay or, or lesbian or trans or any other case may be. If someone comes out to you, the appropriate response is not, oh, oh I've been yeah. knew that. Yeah, we knew that. Like, it's, it's okay. Like, it's, it's just like, thank you for telling me. Because it's to me, it's like... It's like if I've told people, oh, I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course I yeah, know because know. you're already, you've always been flighty or yeah, whatever like that. The, we, had, we had our suspicions. And like. that does not, that does not to me feel um, helpful necessarily or supportive. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not supportive. It, essentially what you're saying is like this, you're, you're taking away the courage that was built up and the bravery of someone like coming to terms with themselves and sharing their truth with you. You're, you're kind of undercutting it and you're chopping them at the knees uh, for, for having like the courage to do it, the, the courage to say who they are. Yes, kind of. Like I just, I feel like that's something that... I feel like more. If somebody comes out to you, just allow them to come out to you. Yeah, just say just okay, say, thank you, thank you for for sharing your truth with me, and I appreciate it. You know, and this is not something in a more warm way than just my matter of fact. <laughs> like, oh, but this robotic. is something that I've been talking to with a lot of um, my queer friends, and just like them coming out, and someone's like, "Oh yeah, I knew that," and it's like, okay. And it's like, nobody cares whether you knew or not. I'm telling you this thing. I'm being vulnerable with you. You saying that is not helpful. It doesn't really create any more connection. Like, you've been new. You never said anything. So, like, what? what's the point of you telling me that now? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, that well, was... I mean, how are they going to... I don't know about the whole they, they didn't say anything. But I mean, you didn't, like, it's not like you were saying, it's not not, like, you never came to me. They're not going to come to you and be like, hey, Joe, just real quick, are you gay? I mean, my mom asked me if I liked boys and girls. Yeah, when but I was like five. your friends aren't going to do that. But like, but it could be anyone. It could be your friends saying that. It could be your family saying that. And either way, I don't, nobody needs to, you don't need to comment in that way. Just say, thank you very much for sharing and being open with me and trusting me with this information. Like, you know, is there anything that you want me to know or talk about for future reference? Ba ba ba, and then you know that's it. Move on. Um, but I'm just seeing a lot of comments like that, and I, I think that people really need to, you know, inspect why they feel the need to tell someone how gay they thought they they knew they were this whole time. Because really, at the end of the day, 
There's no, there's not one indicator of gayness. Like, it's not your lisp. It's not your walk. It's not if you have a lilt in your hand or any of these things. Um, so a lot of the things of you saying, oh, I knew you were gay are coming from stereotypes that are possibly not true. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, you know, food for thought. But I um, am very proud of you, Tevin Campbell. I know you don't need to... <laughs> that us to be like telling you how proud we are of you but i'm very proud of you you're an amazing artist and singer and performer and i hope that this creates a a door for you to come out like hopefully we'll see you at pride next year singing and and you know maybe she'll have a new dance album who knows yeah, hopefully this uh, gives you more fans, more support, and uh, you. I mean, look, you were power line, all right, power line from a goofy movie, so you're always gonna have my support. Yes, you were in the best of the goofy movies because the, the other sequel, ones were all right. No, the the other one was fine. It just it's yo he, uh, goofy's going to college and he, yeah, you know, like yeah, it, it was what it was. But either way, you're an iconic man. And I wish you nothing but infinite happiness. All right. So um, I think we can take a little bit of a break Mm -hmm. and be back with our mental health and grinding and all that other stuff. All right. We will be back with more of the Black and Snurdy podcast. Bye. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy podcast. Baby. It was uncool to love me and leave me standing here now without a goodbye. And maybe I am the fool you call me cause I'll be here standing waiting. To hear you say to me, I'm ready. You know I'm ready to love you. To love forever. forever. Hey, love now. Come, Come love me forever more. I'm ready. You know I'm ready to love you. To love forever. forever. Hey, love now. Come love me forevermore. Sometimes when I'm alone, I feel sad. I know you'll leave me once again and take my pride and maybe... Cause I'll be here standing waiting to hear you say to me, I'm ready. No, I'm ready to love you. To love forever. Forever. Hey, love now. Come love me forever more. I'm ready. No, I'm ready to love you. Forever. forever Hey love now Come love me forever more oh, oh, oh. 
Oh man, what a good song. It's so good. What an amazing song from an amazing artist. And it just makes me happy and fills me with joy. This song came out October 26, 1993. Oh, man. And the fact that at four years old, to hear this song and be just completely bowled over. Yeah. Yeah. It was a testament to the music. Yes, man. And that's why I know R&B will never die, because that is some quintessential R&B if I've ever heard it. Yes, and you want to know what? I want Tevin Campbell to do a remix of that song, or maybe even Can We Talk, with a current R&B artist. Like Like a duet? Maybe a duet, or like, you know, they've been doing a lot of the samples. Mm -hmm. Like, if they would get him, have him on the video... Sample it, figure out to make it new, mm-hmm. and I feel like that way it'll both, ge- it'll like be a resurgence with him and the younger yeah. generation, and then it'll just like give him a path to, to creating more music. Yeah, or you know what? I thought you, I thought you were going to say that they should make this a a, a coming out song. Oh my god, yes, that would be a good. Yeah, I mean, either that or can we talk? Honestly, both of those would be good coming out songs. I'm ready to talk to you about being gay. Can I talk to you about being gay? Yeah, Either I can way, see that. I can see that. Honestly, we can go back to his whole discography. Who knows how many coming out songs If we there listen are. to each other's <laughs> heart, we'll find we're never too far apart. And maybe love is the reason why for the first time ever we're seeing eye Yo, he's been sending messages throughout his entire discography. To stand out above the crowd, even if I got a shout out loud. Yo! You know what? Tevin Campbell has been saying it for a long time with his music. Do you want to know what? I feel like Alien Superstar and that song would do well as a mashup. Yeah. Alien Superstar? Yeah. Beyonce. Okay. Fine. What is your problem? It's okay. What issue do you have with Beyonce? I know I have absolutely no problem. What issue with do you have with Alien Superstar? I don't have any problem with Alien Superstar. I've just so been, why I've are just you been hearing a lot of Beyonce as of late? You have not been hearing. Yes, I have enough to fuck up my <laughs> algorithm. Yes, I have. Every time some some people go over to fucking do the dishes or hang around in the kitchen, it's just like. Oh God! I need something to do while I'm out there doing God, things. It's, the, it's Janelle Monae album all over again. Uh, not even Janelle Monae. It was a uh, Jasmine Sullivan yes. album all over yes. again. Yes, I'm just like, yeah, they're great albums. I don't know if I would put Why them as number one to most listen to the listened same album, album on my fucking year end wrap up list all the time. Once I like an album, I like it. I want to listen to it all the time. Wait, did you just say why would you listen to the same album? I said why wouldn't you? Oh, because I li- okay. when I when I got something I like, I want to listen to it all the time. All it's right. it's very not very often I get something like that. All right, are you ready to jump into the mental health section? I sure as hell am. We I are here for our mental health corner. For those who do not know, uh, sorry, I did not prepare this correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. For those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, Odie and myself are mental health uh, connoisseurs and advocates. Not experts. Not experts. Uh, We like to keep track with our mental health journeys 
And um, yeah, so we're just checking in with each other. And before we check in with each other, you know how much I like to ask a quick, a quick question. Sure. sure, mental health question. All right, what movie always makes you sad or even cry? Wally. You cry? You we we watched a lot of Wally the last time. You didn't cry. Yeah, well, I didn't want to cry in front of you. Since when? Not at that. But I think we're watching it in the morning or something like that. I don't want to start my day off crying. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> even though, even though I have started my day off crying every now and then. Um, no, uh, I would say if it's not Wally, hmm. Because I just love that love story. And yeah. if, and if, uh, <laughs> it just dawned on me what I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say if a robot can fall in love, then anybody can. Uh, inside baseball. So, um, <laughs> anyhow, uh, I, I would say, um, God. I want to say Wally. I can't think of any other movies that that make me cry every time I watch it, other than Wally. Um. Well, let's listen. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Now. Oh, and Coco. Ugh. Oh yeah. Man. Mm. Yeah. Just. Just. That's a. Remember me. Yeah. Uh. One of my, now. Anytime. Uh. One of my friends moves away, or anytime like somebody moves out of New York, all I can think of is the song "Remember Me." Oh. Yeah. Um. For me, a lot of movies make me cry. Um. More mo- movies. Movies and TV make me cry more than. Is that true at all? It is. Okay. I uh, majority of the time so many movies together. I've never seen you. Cry. They have general. I mean, movies make me cry, but it has to be something like that cry on the inside. <laughs> Sometimes it's on the inside, but more if you see me have tears, more likely you're going to see me have tears due to a movie okay. or a TV show. Um, but it still like has to be like a good thing. Um, I would say ones that have made me cry. That I could that I won't say every time, but like probably a good amount of times. Uh, inside, inside out, inside out, yes, yes. That movie makes me cry so much because it's like I feel like all these like Inside Out and Kanto made me cry, mm-hmm. and I think that like even um what was the one with the Red Panda? Oh, uh, Seeing Red, Seeing Red, like those made me cry because I think that one. There, I'm feeling very connected to the characters and the things that they've gone through and, like, things that might be dealing with with their families or their friends or just, like, their own self. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, as you know, like, putting my feelings into... I've never been great at putting my feelings into words, but I've always been able to see those feelings through TV or music or movies, which is why I can be, like... like Sometimes if I'm talking about a, a character or something that like I really connected with, it's like I connected with them because I've enjoyed the character, but also because I could see myself in them. Um, so, yes, those those are the ones. And that's my final answer. Okay. Yeah. 
right. So with that being said, since we're still on you, how's your uh, mental health journey this week? Um, it's been okay. I'm still not in therapy yet. I'm trying to start back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like next week, hopefully we'll be able to start it up again. Well, you've got your insurance now. Yes, finally, thank God. Will you? Uh, did you see if uh, your therapist takes your insurance? I have one of them doesn't, but I have to confirm with the other one if they okay. take it. Okay. Um, which would be, which if, would be if, great. If both therapists can't take your insurance, are you going to stick with them or are you going to go to a therapist that uh, takes your insurance? I'll stick with them, but I have, I have been thinking that I think I can push my my regular therapy mm-hmm. to two times a month. Okay. Yeah. I think that, that I can do that. I thought you were already doing that. Yeah, but the only reason I was doing that before was because of money. Okay. But I think that now I can push that to two times a month and focus more so on... Like the ADHD stuff mm-hmm. with my other therapist, um, and have that possibly be weekly. So I'm debating that, um, but it really will depend on what times my therapists have open. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, otherwise, I mean, I will say I'm still feeling a bit overwhelmed and trying to really get um, an understanding of this new job. Because there's a lot to learn. Um, and um, like today I had, well, today I had a bit of a kerfuffle with um, someone. I mean, it did turn out all right in the end. Um, but I was having um, a very emotional early start, start of my day. My RSD the rejection sensitivity disorder, uh, was definitely flailing around a lot today. And, I mean, like, with RSD, as we've talked about in the past, it's like the feelings you get through a perceived or an actual, like, critique or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like on a regular average day, the way that my RSD might manifest could be like, oh, like, you know, finding out a friend is going to the movies or lunch with someone and they didn't invite me. Now, that type of situation, one, I could I can work through it, in, even though it could still, in a sense, hurt my feelings. I can, I can think about that in a sense of just because someone didn't invite you to somewhere doesn't mean that they don't want to spend time with you. Or um, they don't that they don't like you. It just means that they just ask this other person. So like I can go through the motions with that. But like if someone is having like is come is saying something to me, um, and they're angry at me for something, whether I did something actually wrong or not, and they're angry, like that's where like my RSD will really flare up. Because it's like where some people, if somebody comes up to them and is angry with them about something and they know that the thing that the person angry is angry about is like, it's not something that that's like their fault, meaning like it wasn't like a malicious thing. It was just maybe an accident. Mm-hmm. They can have that talk, um, move on, and maybe they'll be annoyed if the person was like, angry or whatever but like it's not like really weighing on them um but for me like that's not how that works and it it takes a lot of 
like crying and trying to figure that out, like, and trying to regulate my emotions and also people yelling at me is very triggering for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I'm very sensitive Um, and just like experiences I've had in the past. I really don't, I just really like, unless I've, I've done something like actually mean and malicious to a person being yelled at is like, it feels like I'm being punched in the face. Um, so that was something I had to deal with earlier and I do feel like it resolved itself. The person apologized. We moved on and I'm trying not to like dwell on it or, or anything like that. Um, so I feel like I'm like using, trying to use my therapy skills and like, you know, opening up and speaking my, saying how I'm feeling and not just being all bunched up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is something that I'm constantly working on. But I, I, I do feel like, compared to normal, that I'm not feeling the same, like, uh, stress or, like, tightness in my chest as usual. Mm-hmm. So hopefully as this this is indicative of me being able to um, take care of myself better in these moments mm-hmm. and not feel as stressed out in these moments so that moving forward, I don't have to be so afraid of what that uncomfortableness is going to feel like. Okay. Yeah. What were you smiling about? Nothing. I just I just had a passing thought. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, that was all that I have. What about you? Well, uh, as I have stated the last few weeks, my saga with uh, my mental health professional is winding down. Uh, We have set a, I think, a target end date, uh, which would be a month from now. Um, And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yay! Uh, I was given a reassurance that in the future, if ever... Something comes up, I mm-hmm. have her number, I could just say, hey, can we schedule an appointment? Mm-hmm. We texted each other just to make sure that I had the number saved in my phone mm-hmm. and we have each other's number saved in the phone. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's that time. I think it's time for me to move on and uh, just start doing uh, things on my own with the tools that I've been given over the past few years. And uh, even though it took me a long time to finally find a black woman to be my therapist, uh, I think I am ready to go without therapy and mm-hmm. just live my life, you know, see see how things go with the tools that I've been given. Well, that's good. And I just want to say you will never be alone because you have loads of people who are ready and willing to support you. And work through things with you Mm -hmm. if you so need and or desire. So you have lots of support. I think this is great. I'm very proud of you for all the work that you've been doing. And, I mean, I feel like you use your tools. And when I, I, you use your tools a lot. And I think this is a great next step in leveling up on your 33rd year. Or in your 33rd. Yes, yes, in my 33rd year. Um, was that all you had? That's everything on my book. Okay, so 
I found this thing online that I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Um, because apparently people have been getting diagnosed or diagnosing themselves. And when I say people, more specifically women, have been diagnosing themselves on TikTok with ADHD, mm-hmm. which, as you know, is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, mm-hmm. which yours truly does have. Um, and I I saw this um, trending, and I thought it was very interesting that apparently this is becoming a phenomenon, but I... Well, not interesting that it's becoming a phenomenon. More so interesting that doctors are, like, warning against this. Um, because everything that I know for, about ADHD and that I've studied and written about, et cetera, is that women are more likely to be go undiagnosed and to be diagnosed later in life. Mm-hmm. I wasn't diagnosed until I was in 27. I'm in several ADHD groups, and there are women who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, who are just being diagnosed um, and more often than not are being self-diagnosed um, through things like maybe they've joined a group and they're reading everyone's different um, different things that are happening in their life. They're able to say like, oh, this connects to me, da-da-da-da. And then moving forward, they talk to their doctor and get a diagnosis. So I'm curious as to like why... The doctors are finding this to be negative. One of um, one of the doctors, uh, Dr. Sasha Hamdi, a board-certified psychiatrist on TikTok, told Women's Health it's important not to get too entrenched in a diagnosis without speaking or corroborating with a mental health professional because it takes a trained brain to synthesize all those data points in conjunction with your medical, psychological, and psychiatric presentations in order to arrive at the correct diagnosis. Yeah. Which is true. I don't think that what she's saying is false. Yeah. But I do think that there has to be a bit more of, um, I don't know if the word is leeway, but just a mindfulness at the fact that, like, women who are trying, adults who are trying to get diagnosed whether it was with um, ADHD or autism, is very difficult. It doesn't matter if you could have had a history of all the different um, impact or way that it might manifest. You can go to the doctor or go to a place, and they they might be like, no, we're not going to diagnose you, especially for autism, because a lot of places will not diagnose people after childhood. Or if you try to get a diagnosis after childhood, you basically have to give them the information of every person you interact with as a kid before they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, you do have it. So I think that the problem is not the problem is not that women are self-diagnosing online, it's that we have been just completely kept out, especially if you're a black woman or another woman of color, we've been completely kept out of the medical studies and discussions regarding this this mental illness and so are only coming to these things on our own through looking at social media or what's coming up and I do think people definitely need to be mindful and careful because you have some of the like as I said I'm part of a bunch of ADHD groups and one of the groups is was started by this black woman Renee Brooks 
And um, she has a website called Black Girls Lost Keys. And I swear to God, this I see her posts being stolen by especially a lot of white male TikTokers and um, people like on Twitter. But I see her posts being stolen all the time. And so you do have to be mindful because you never know if you're you're following someone who's actually not well-versed in what's going on with you and they're just regurgitating what they're finding online. So that's definitely um, something to be weary about. But I think if you find legit people online, you're following them, and they're talking about a certain topic, that if you feel like it resonates with you, just go on, go to your doctor, speak to them, and try to get a diagnosis. But I wouldn't tell people that they should be um, 100% not looking at social media to get more information about these, just because right now that's a place where a lot of people are even able to find like the barest amount of information on what's going on with them. Okay. Um, but I mean, like this has been sort of happening like ever, like, you know, since the advent of the internet, like people yeah. have been self-diagnosing themselves with WebMD mm-hmm. and everything like that. And even you and I have watched a uh, crazy ex-girlfriend where they were <laughs> straight up like this one episode where straight up just like said, Hey, whatever you do, don't look up the symptoms like before, mm-hmm. you know, just, just let's talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I do understand that like women of color have been like shut out of the medical profession field for not the field, uh, have been shut out of medical like studies and stuff before. Um, I would say there's nothing wrong with like self-diagnosing so long as you do talk to a mental health professional at yes. some point to corroborate it. Find a therapist and don't do one of those things where you're just like, you saw one video and now you're like, oh, that's totally me. And you, you're just telling them all the things you see in the video. If you actually have ADHD, it will not matter what you think that your symptoms are. Mm-hmm. The doctor will be able to, t- to tell. I mean, some of them, like some of these doctors are shitty. And you have to find one that actually um, has real training in working with different groups of people with ADHD because one woman, one time I went to, the, to try to get medicine and the stupid-ass nurse practitioner gave me a completely wrong diagnosis and was trying to accuse me of being a pill head. Um, so there are people like that who can make the search for a diagnosis difficult. But when you find a real actual therapist, you go through all the different things you've been through in your life, the things you might be dealing with at work, et cetera, et cetera. There, you would have to be on such a fine tightrope between, um, the regular diagnosis and not having something for them to not believe you. And if, you need to get multiple, um, what is the word, opinions. Mm-hmm. Do that because you are the only one who knows your body best. And it's something, it could be ADHD. It could be bipolar. It could be some sort of trauma-related CPTSD. Who knows? But if you find a therapist, they should be able to diagnose you and get a, and get you a psychiatrist who can um, help you get on medicine if that's something that you want to use. Um but don't give up hope. 
But also, don't WebMD yourself because that could only, that's not going to help you in the long run either. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's what I wanted to talk about. All right. Well, that's good. Um, speaking of talking about stuff and uh, diagnosing ourselves, uh, we have to diagnose ourselves with anger, attention disorder. <laughs> Because of how annoying the work week and the week in general can be, it's time for us to let those uh, gripes out with gripe right here. Bring it! What we griping? We're not griping anywhere else. We be griping. This safe space for us to share. We griping. Why don't you start us off? <sighs> what's what's on your What's pissing me off today? Yeah, what's annoying you? Um it's getting under your skin. Well things I mean people piss me off all the time, so it's a mixture of the normal and also um, the abnormal. Um, I sent you a video. Yes. Can you want to set this up a little bit? Yes. So um, I saw this video um, earlier today, and it's basically this girl is in uh, by Lake Pontecharon, and her boyfriend or whoever the guy she's with has thrown her in the water, and she's coming out, and she's basically gasping for air and all that, and she's really upset. Um, and I I want to, I really am hoping that this video is fake, and it's not, um, we find out that it's not real, because for someone to behave like this, um, it just, it makes me so angry that... I would not be uh, wrong in hexing him. Um, so play the video, and you can you'll be you'll be able to hear for yourself. Okay, yeah, and here we go. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I got you now. It's just some water. You'll survive. <laughs> I spent a thousand dollars over the f***ing head, you flat! Man, come on. Oh. Oh. It's not that bad. What the f*** you mean it's not that bad? You threw me in a f***ing lake! I mean, you're being a crybaby. You didn't even go that far. I said! If it wasn't for me, you grabbed on that f***ing thing in the I mean, but there's a rope that would have saved you. There's a rope that would have saved you. You see the rope right there? Oh, get the out of my face. Hey, you feel me? me? You see that rope right there? You feel me right now? You think that's funny? No, I would have just taken the rope out and I would have just thrown it out. Wait for me. I'm not going nowhere with you. I'll find my own way home. Calm down. It's it's not that bad. (laughs) All right. Oh, my God. I did it. Okay. You could obviously, you can hear how distressed she was and you could hear how completely heartless and disgusting he was being um which is why i'm like i i'm hoping that this is fake 
And we find out it's just somebody who's trying to get views. But people, one, stop fucking pranking people. That's number one. Because in the second video that came out, guys, I found this one on, um, oh gosh, what is that website? It's called Black News or something like that. Um, they were the ones who posted it up. And I saw that underneath they had someone had posted like a part two, mm-hmm. um, and um, he a baller alert, um, and he was saying like, "Oh, you prank me all the time. It was just a prank." Blah blah blah. blah. Do you know how many times pranks have caused someone to live their life, to lose their life? There is a woman right now. This black woman is in jail awaiting trial if she hasn't gone through it already, because she pushed. Two men off into the water off from I believe it was either well they were, I don't remember if they were at a pool or if they were in the open sea, but or if I'm conflating two instances, but there was definitely one time I remember a woman had pushed this man into the pool and he ended up dying or getting like paralyzed. And this most recent incident, the woman pushed the two men in the water and they drowned. Yeah. Um, or at least one of them drowned, one of them was really hurt. Like Water, just for him saying, oh, it's just water. There's never, we are not fish. There's never a time where it's just water. If you fall, you could be in your own bathtub. And if the, if something happens to you while you're in that bathtub and the water gets over your face and your nose, you are not going to come out from that. So there's, it's never just water. Also, Lake Pontchartrain is a, I don't know if you've been to New Orleans before. No. Um, that's where Lake Pontchartrain is. And it is a, it goes into the Gulf. So you can imagine how, like, waves are on a regular beach. Like, these are times two or three, depending on how choppy it is. So to put to throw somebody in that lake who doesn't have a life vest, you don't have any, like, equipment to get them out, is just evil and disgusting. And I want this man to be arrested. I want him to be beaten up. In the video, she says she's going to have her cousins whip, whip his ass, and I hope they do. I hope they whip his ass, and I hope them they, that they maybe throw him in some water and see how much just water it is when you're the one floating in there hoping not to freaking drown. Yeah, so the moral of the story is do not throw anybody or push anybody into some water. Don't. Don't do that. It's fucked up. Leave people alone. If somebody's at the pool and they say, I don't want to get wet, leave them alone. If you're at the beach and someone says, I don't want to get wet, Leave them alone. If you're on a lake, anybody's water, leave people alone because it's not your business. Yeah, it's it, it, it's because I grew up in a time when, like, as soon as you say, no, I don't want to get in the water, motherfuckers mm-hmm. start picking you up to throw you in the mm-hmm. water, right? Um, as, like, a fucking joke and stuff but like that that also it's a larger conversation of consent yeah so like if somebody is saying no like even not even in a situation where someone is saying no they don't want you to do something or they don't want to do something just respect their wishes and just don't do that thing that's it in general like across the board like whether it be in a intimate setting or whether it be something as simple as like getting wet at a pool or in a lake or pond or whatever the body of water is. Like just don't do it. Leave people alone. Leave people alone. Um, and secondary. Mm-hmm. Now this is something that did not happen to me. Mm-hmm. 
happened to somebody that I care about very, very much. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say this. If you are talking to somebody and you guys are long distance or whatever the case may be, and you decide that the two of y'all are going to spend time together, the person's going to travel to see you, X, Y, Z. There's no, there's no, um, uh, what is the word? There is no uh, obligation for you to have sex with anyone or, like, you know, drop all your plans and only be with them or anything like that. There's that that's literally, like, not an expectation. But if you are traveling, if somebody is traveling to see you, at the barest minimum, you can be cordial, you can be friendly, and you can make sure that while they're in your area, outside of their comfort zone, that they're having a good time. Because somebody that I care about went to go visit someone that they've known for some years and they get down there and the person's acting all weird and funny. Talking about like, it's oh, it's awkward because we haven't seen each other in a while, so I don't know if I want to come out, da 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 And it's like, you just had this person spend all this time and money to come out there and see you and you're not even doing the barest of minimum for what? If you don't like them, you don't want to be in a relationship with them, or you don't want to be romantic with them, that's fine. But at the bare minimum, you could be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And they tried to, like, make up for it at the end, like, right before they left, and they went out to dinner or whatever. But it's like they've just spent two or three days in their hotel room upset because they're in the middle of West Bumblefuck to see you, and you're acting like they are an orange starburst when you know they're a fucking pink. And I was very upset about this, and I could not do anything to them personally because I was told not to, obviously. But I'm, this person is on, well, they're not, well, will they ever hear this? Who knows? But just so you know. They're on death watch. You're on death watch. (laughs) Okay, you're on notice because I don't play about my people. The only people who are allowed to bother or annoy the people in my my life are me. And yeah, so, and, and, and don't do that. <laughs> well, I don't do it on purpose. But if I if well. if it was going to happen, I'm the like that's it. And so, I'm just saying, if you don't like someone, if you don't want to spend time with them, then before somebody buys a ticket, schedules their days off, does all these extra work, just say, you know what. I think that we should rethink this and and let's go back to it another time. Yeah. That's the bare like the barest minimum because why would you want to spend some time? Why would you want somebody coming down all the way to where you are just for you to be like, "Oh, this is uncomfortable." It didn't have to be uncomfortable if you told them, "I don't want you to come." It's very simple. Open up your mouth and communicate. That's it. Okay. That's all I got for this week. Okay. All right, well, it's my turn, and uh, okay, so I'm currently, two things are happening at the same time. (laughs) For one, uh, I am currently, like, deciding and debating whether or not I am going to get myself a dog. 
Mm-hmm. And part of that experience of figuring out if I'm going to get myself a dog is I am a dog sitting for one of Odie's friends. And uh, as a matter of fact, I am uh, dog sitting for them right now. Little dog who has made an appearance on this podcast before, Cookie. Cookie! Yes, who is currently just splayed out on my couch. Just She's looking cute. Minding her own business or doing whatever. Cookie's a good girl. I don't know about that. Uh, because I say that because... I've, I am reminded how attached dogs can be, uh-huh. which is not a bad thing. Are you recording this? Yes, I am. Why are you recording with my voice? I'm recording Cookie. Are you going to send that to uh, no. the owner? No, I'm not. Good, because, I'm, not our, because our I'm about to... Oh, She's going to hear this anyway. You're talking about it on the podcast. <sighs> Fine. I am realizing how... Clingy, some dogs can be. Like, don't get me wrong. I love dogs, and dogs are great when it comes to displaying affection. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just want to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. So every now and then I have to trick Cookie into going out of the room so that I can get just two minutes of... (laughs) To my goddamn self of just peace and quiet. But unfortunately, Cookie don't want to allow me to have some peace and quiet. Last night, I put her out of the room so that I can go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And she was just barking for hours. 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 Hours, Cookie. Cue the Muni song. Hmm? So cue that Muni song. Hours and hours and hours. Oh, okay. Well, I do not have that. Um, Just so many, so many hours of just, and I thought she would just not do that after a while. She has lots of energy. No, she does. Which is strange because she sleeps all day, don't do shit. You know, as if she spent an entire day managing a customer service department, just <laughs> sleeping away. Oh my goodness! That's how I felt all night, just like hearing this barking. And then finally, when I relented, I opened the door, let her come in, sleep on the couch, and then I go into my bedroom. And then nothing. No, no barking. So... I am oscillating between wanting a dog and never having a dog all because of Cookie. Can I just tell you, as somebody with a dog, I would not get one. Well, you have a if dog you say and a cat. It doesn't matter about whether I have a dog and a cat. Dogs are a lot of work. Dogs are a lot of work. extremely annoying, and you don't, like, you don't like having to leave your house for even the five minutes it could take you to go and walk her around the block. I don't mind walking her around the block. I just uh, because that's a quick walk. Like yeah, but other th- more there are dogs who need more than just a quick walk. Even if they're not, even if you get a medium sized dog, there are plenty mm. of dogs that need like thirty minutes Oof. to walk them. You don't like walking that for five night- minutes. That is a nightmare. Thirty minutes yes. of being outside. What about in the winter time? I mean, now that's in a little different. Like. In the wintertime... When it's raining? when Well, when it's raining, Brooklyn will not walk. 
you'll pee real quick and I bring him back inside. Mm-hmm. And in the wintertime, of course, when it's cold, I may have a jacket for him that he needs because it gets too cold. Because the thing about it is, during the week, I may not always be able to give him a full hour-long walk, which is the best kind of walk in the morning. So he's not, like, super amped up throughout the day. But the more bored dogs are throughout the day, the more you have to interact with them. You have to play with them. You have to, like, do a catch or a fetch or whatever, playing with ropes and things like that. So they're not getting bored. So that they're not also then being bored and chewing up your stuff or pooping or something. Like, you have to treat them like they are toddlers. And it is just not fun. And I think that you should continue fostering dogs do a foster do a dog sit you spend all the time with dogs until you are at a point where you can hire someone to walk a dog for you when you don't want to have to do it or when you want to like just have them do it throughout the day so you can spend your time here or in the winter because it's a lot of work. Yes. And I, you see how annoying and obnoxious she is? Yes. She can be obnoxious and she can be annoying. She's super cute. She is cute. She's super I'll, cute. I'll give her that. She's a cute dog. She's super fun to lay around with. She was taking a nap with me here on the couch earlier. Yes, she was. She she loves laying like at the foot. like She was sleeping on my feet. Yes. Super cute. But also, you have to think about, all right, if you want to go out. For several hours, especially a dog like that small like or this that needs walking. Vacation. Yeah, there's so many things and it's expensive. So, you know, just think about it. I will think about Continue. it. I Do those foster programs they have. You can bring dogs in here and play with them for a week, two weeks, maybe even a month. Do they pay you? Mm, I don't think so. Um, no. <laughs> so much for that. But, I like yeah. foster children where they pay you to watch them. Yeah. Well, anyhow, I I will I will consider uh I'll weigh out the pros and cons like really really hard uh when it comes to whether or not I will I'll I'll know by the end of the year. Y'all will know by the end of the year if I end up getting a dog. Uh but we shall see. We shall see. Um are those all the things that are grinding you? That's everything. All right, so now it's coming for our favorite time of the show. <laughs> I thought you were going to just press it. No, we still got to <laughs> name the fucking Oh, segment. it's, um, I was about to call it, say it's the baby merchant. No, it is our, what brings us happiness this week? What are we finding joy in? What's making us smile? I'm baby merchant. Cats are us. I give you all the service and no damn fuss. Give the baby merchant just All right. Did I go first last time? Uh, yes, you did. So you go first. What's so, bringing you joy this week? So doing this podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, finally settling on a final day with my therapist mm-hmm. because that was a load off of my shoulders. I 
you know, it, it felt it feels a little bit like a breakup, but mm-hmm. like I was reassured that this was the right thing to do, so that made me feel good. Um, damn it, what did I do this week? Sleep. Other than sleep, I enjoy sleep. Oh, I got the uh, I got um a new video game, Soul Calibur, that I've been uh, playing a lot of, and I got new boom mic uh, stands, which are extremely professional and i love them like i feel like this is a professional setup now with these things like and you get, you have to admit that they're fantastic too right they are great you have not bumped into them like i haven't heard you like jostling or anything like that <laughs> they have they have been the, the exact equidistance to your face that needs to remain and uh, they are comfortable. So, um, and I've, I've really been getting back into my appreciation of video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing Soul Calibur six and Tekken seven. Uh, I also just got a, uh, I whipped out my Nintendo DS Lite, and I just got a, a, a thing where there's 208 video games on a cartridge. So wow. I will, yeah, so I'm going to be going through and playing all of the Pokemon games that are there. There's Pokemon uh, White, Black, White 2, Black 2, uh, Gold, Silver. Um, what else? <laughs> Sound like the name of porns. Black yes. one, black two. Yes. Um, yes so is it only? Well, isn't no now. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was I was trying to figure out what the white version of of blacked is and white did like, white it out white out. It, it's actually vixen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Anyhow, um, so anyhow. So uh, I've just been getting reacquainted with my appreciation for gaming and video gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. yeah, and uh, that's what's making me happy. How about you? What's making you happy this week? Hmm. Well, number one is obviously this podcast. Yes. Uh, every time we get to record and chat with each other um, is always great. Um, what else? Um. Settling into my job has been really good. I've, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, like I'm getting the tools and the keys and talking to everybody has been really good. So I'm still looking forward to, you know, being here and learning more. Um, and that's exciting. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm, I bought my ticket to go um, out of the state for work next month. Um so that's exciting. Oh, the number one thing that made me happy this week is I got paid. Oh, my goodness. Now, I should have put this in the what makes me mad this week because the U.S. government has completely sucker punched me with the amount of taxes. And honestly, as a black and native person, I shouldn't have to pay taxes for anything on this godforsaken country. Mm-hmm. And I really need someone to pay somebody to figure out how they're going to get me all my money back. Good question. How long uh, since the last time you got paid? May. I was hoping you would say. It's been. (laughs) It's been several months. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's all I wanted to know. Um, And uh, then today we saw Nope. 
Yes, yes, we did. Um, yesterday, I went to a cute little gathering, and our my our friend um, Mel's cat's it, which is cool. Um, and I got to try a new bakery with Wanjiko this morning, which was dope. Shout out to Wanjiko and Mel. Um, so yeah, so far it was a pretty good week. Um, no complaints here. Um, and next week's my baby's my baby's baby shower, so I'm very excited about that. Yo, baby's baby shower. Yep. All right, that's fantastic. That's good to hear. Can I can I share? Oh, uh, also my bad. Uh, getting these new drops has been enjoyable <laughs> as well. Yes. And what? Wait. What were you going to ask if, what, if you could share? Uh, one last drop. Yes. <laughs> what could we possibly use that for? Shots fired! Oh, God. Throwing shade at people? Guess what? Shots fired. Obviously, I wasn't going to play this during, during the, the Rondo situation. Yeah, I, it yeah with Quando Rondo. I, that would have been tasteless. <laughs> that. Yeah. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know. Playing with these drops is is it's fun. It, it is fun. It it's I love it. I love it. That's why I love doing this podcast with you for no other reason than because I get to do these drops. I want to fuck the ones I envy. I envy. <laughs> Can we close out? Are you done? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um. Uh, hmm. Time to use all of these drops. At some point, I uh, look, man. They come up. Uh, you you never know. You never know when some some of them come up. I who? When is that one going to come? That up? one came up a few weeks ago, and it was perfect. All right. Okay. Hey, listen. I know you'll find a way to imbue the podcast with. All of your many, many favorite things. Whack. <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough. That's enough. I, I'm I'm done. All right. All right. That's everything. Uh, uh, if uh, if that's everything, then that's everything. Perfect. So let us get on out of here. Thank y'all all for listening to another episode of the Black and Sturdy Podcast. We'll be back next week. And uh, remember. Snurds of a feather flock together. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Study Podcast where snurds of a feather rock together. Remember. No, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye.
I actually want to keep that. <laughs>